When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. There are many times when I question what world we're living in. Okay? A huge aquarium in the center of Berlin burst. I mean, the thing just exploded. It was like the biggest aquarium, a cylindrical aquarium, uh, in the world. It was the world's largest freestanding cylindrical aquarium, 46 feet high. Uh, and it was the uh, Dom Aquarii Complex. Houses a hotel, museum, shops, restaurants. And it bursts. I mean, it just exploded. And, I mean, we lost 1,500 fish. I know. Dry your eyes. Or, you know, dry your body if you were close to the... Oh, okay. Right. That's what's happening there. <laughs> I don't think the aquarium had whales in it, though. I don't think it did. I think it had it was a saltwater... It could have been. It could have. It was a saltwater tank. It could have had whales in it. Maybe that's why it broke. I don't know. Well, that would have been awesome. But that's my whole point behind this story, okay? So I'm sorry that it broke. Uh, it did some serious damage. I mean, it held, it was the largest of its kind. And maybe that's because maybe you're not supposed to build them that big. Uh, they don't have the Star Trek knowledge to build a cylindrical pool to house a whale. But uh, it burst. And the damage it did was incredible uh, to this hotel and the surrounding area. Uh, they, a few people, I guess, got hurt from shards of glass. Uh, from the aquarium being broke or from windows being broke as the water was crashing through, that kind of thing. But no one lost their lives, unless you're talking about the fish. But no humans uh, lost their lives, so we don't really care. They evacuated everybody. But the thing that's very disturbing to me, all right, this is 2022, the year 2022, all right? There's no video of this thing bursting. Are you telling me? that the blue hotel or whatever the hell it was called there in berlin doesn't have video oh they don't have surveillance video of this thing exploding in their lobby come on now come on i don't believe it i want to see it all right yes i want to see fish carnage i want to see this whole thing exploding i want to see this cylindrical fish pond explode onto all these people yes i want to see it i don't want to see the aftermath i mean the pictures are all you know devastating no question about it however again i repeat um video is needed and so someone working at the old blue hotel needs to download that put that on a thumb drive and get it to whatever news person you're friends with that needs to go viral immediately okay okay welcome welcome to chewing the fat 
right, well, as long as we're talking about, uh, you know, animals, well, fish, they're mammals, I got it. Don't look at me like that, all right? But I saw a story today where, uh, about a hippopotamus uh, gone mad. <laughs> now, it's not, no, it's not funny. I'm not laughing at it. I'm just saying that if you'd like to learn more about hippopotamuses and the plan of hippopotamuses and camels coming to America, you can go back and listen to episode 11 of Chewing the Fat. Okay? Episode 11. That's how long ago it was. I was on the forefront of this. Uh, hippopotamuses and camels coming to America. Uh, just a nice listen. It's a quick little, little update. History lesson on hippopotamus and, and camels coming to America. But there was a hippopotamus in Africa that uh, swallowed a two-year-old boy. Now, don't don't think, Jeff, while you're telling me, be sad. No, the kid didn't die, okay? At least not as of yet, all right? So the two-year-old boy, uh, this little toddler was playing, and we don't know his name. Uh, he's playing outside near the shores of his town in Katwe, Kabobotoro. Katwe, Kabobotoro. K A T W E K A B A T O R O. And all of a sudden, the hippo comes out of the water and swallows the kid. Okay? Now, as I'm saying this to you, I'm finding it difficult to believe. But this is the story. Okay? So. There's one of the neighbors, I'm sorry, a quick-thinking bystander. Uh, His name was uh, Crispas Bagazanza. Began chucking rocks at the animal, causing it to vomit the boy back up. (laughs) So he was rushed to the hospital for treatment, of course, at a nearby town in Buwira, Congo. And the hippo just ambled back into the old lake so it was good that we had a quick thinking bystander to throw rocks at the old hippo so he would puke the kid back out now you think okay that that can't be real well uh, according to this hippopotamuses are estimated to kill at least 500 people a year in africa chomping down on their victims with those tusks that can grow to be like a foot long. You ever see the hippos at the zoo? They've got those tusks. Now, I think the zoo files them down. I don't know that to be sure, but when you see them yawn and stuff, you see the you see the tusks coming out. You don't want none of that. You do not want to mess with a hippo, man. I know we think they're all fun and games. They're all fun and games until they start swallowing your kids. And then you're thinking twice about hippopotamuses. So maybe this did happen. And congratulations to the quick-thinking bystander. So the next time that you're in this situation where you look up and there's a two-year-old being swallowed by a hippo, start throwing rocks at that thing, man. Just start dinging that hippo with rocks, and then he'll puke the kid back up. I want a hippopotamus. It's the holidays, yes. No, you don't. You don't, though. See, that's why we think they're so nice. That's why we think they're so nice, because we have these stupid songs saying we want a hippopotamus for Christmas. No. No, you don't. Because you're just gonna he's just going to eat you. Although, I mean, 
I hope you like your, if you don't like your kid or your neighbor's kid or your grandkid, maybe you get them a hippo for Christmas. Maybe it's just me. So police in Georgia are on the lookout for a man and a woman who allegedly walked out of a Walmart with thousands of dollars in unpaid merchandise by pulling what is being called a fast one on an unsuspecting employee. Now, I I read the story and I'm seeing what they did to get this and to pull this fast one on an unsuspecting employee. And I find it hard to believe that the employee was unsuspecting. Okay, so two suspects, a man and a woman, walked into a Walmart in Grovetown, Georgia. (laughs) And the bartender said, hey, what's with the long face? No, it's just a stupid joke. Uh, So they're there. They loaded up the cart with expensive items, including several gift certificates, and then headed to the register. While at the register, the suspects made several transactions with their credit cards and then asked an employee there to hit the cash button. The suspects allegedly lied and told the cashier that their credit card transactions wouldn't work unless the cash button were pressed. Okay, so at that point is when the cashier says, no, (laughs) Uh, that's not the way it works. I'm sure that Walmart has the very basic training. I get the flim-flamming, the moving around, the trying to confuse you. Uh, I have worked the cash register before at a store. I understand people trying to, you know, talk quickly and flim-flamming you. And as a professional uh, cashier, that's when you say, stop. Okay. This is how much it costs. Now let's break it down. And you just, it's very difficult for me to believe that the cashier was the unsuspecting employee so the cashier then complied with their request but in doing so unwittingly rang the transaction unwittingly rang the transaction up as though the items had been paid for in cash the credit cards were never charged and the two suspects supposedly walked out of the store with thirty four hundred dollars in goods and about three thousand dollars in gift certificates and they've got a picture of the couple leaving the store okay apparently they say the guy is this jalen griggs from flint michigan love that flint michigan is right here uh just below the tri-cities of saginaw bay city and midland uh on the map and so they're looking for i i find it very hard that's got to be the cashier right the the cashier has to be in on the scam has to be uh, there's just uh, I find, i'm disappointed in walmart if the cashier is not in on the scam. I mean, I know you've added some extra self-checkout lanes, so you've got less cashiers working the line, and you know, you're, they're expected to do more of the go-backs, and you know, they're cleaning and doing some other things. At least they would be if I was running the front end, I'll tell you that. But uh, I find it difficult to believe that the cashier, or oh, I mean, I have to push the cash button so you can get to, okay, okay, no. No, no, honey, no. You are not an unwitting cashier, okay? No, sorry, you're in on it. So, throw her in jail, too. <laughs> no questions, no questions. Just lock her up. There's no way she's not in on it. 
You don't have any proof, Jeff. Okay, well, let's watch the film back. Let's watch the Because I know that Walmart has film. The hotel in Berlin might not, but you can count on Walmart having film. I'll tell you that. So remember we talked about the jeans found in a cave that uh, went up for auction and sold. Well, now we have a pair of jeans that was pulled from a 19th century shipwreck. They're uh, from a sunken trunk at an 1857 shipwreck off the coast of North Carolina. So the work pants that auction officials describe as the oldest known pair of jeans in the world. The oldest known pair of jeans in the world. Huh. Okay, well, I thought the heavy-duty miner's pants with the five button fly were among the gold rush air artifacts that sold for a total of a million dollars in reno last weekend uh but this one uh have sold this pair from the shipwreck sold for one hundred and fourteen thousand dollars so if you're looking to get me a christmas present <laughs> uh no i don't want the old jeans i'm just teasing i mean that's amazing so there's Disagreement on whether the pricey pants have any ties to the father of the modern-day blue jeans, though, Levi Strauss, as they predate by 16 years the first pair of officially manufactured by the San Francisco-based Levi Strauss & Company in 1873. Some say historical evidence suggests there are links to Strauss, who was a wealthy wholesaler of dry goods at the time, and the pants could have been a very early version of what would become the iconic dream. Oh, Okay, so maybe, or it could be, <laughs> it could be that uh, this is the guy that actually came up with the jeans and Levi had this, the ship sunk to kill him and use the idea himself 16 years later. Yeah, that's what it could be. So if you're part of the Levi Strauss family, you're like shutting this down. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? Dad did know about those. Those were his. Those were his. So... Don't you even think about anything else but that. And I see where Elvis Presley... Now, this you can't get me for Christmas, okay? Elvis Presley's private jet is up on the auction block. I know. I am a fan, okay? I would love the private Jeff. The 1962 Lockheed 1329 Jetstar, purchased by Elvis in 1976. Yeah, this was the one he bought uh, a year before his death. Uh, oh, it's looking a little... Maybe not. Maybe I don't want it. Because <laughs> uh, it's looking like it's going to need a little remodel. Uh, it's been sitting out in the desert. Come on. Doesn't anybody take care of Elvis's plane? What's going on? So the aircraft features a faded red exterior with silver accents while the custom interior is decked out with red velvet seats, gold-plated accents, and red plush carpet. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I mean, the inside still looks okay. I mean, obviously dated, but it still looks okay. Uh, the outside, though, I have a feeling this plane isn't going to be flying. You might want to just have that uh, towed into the yard and let it sit out back. What's that? That's ah, Elvis's plane. That would be awesome. Have Elvis's plane in the backyard? Come on! The jet includes a Kenmore microwave, television, RCA VCR player, and a cassette player. Huh? You don't even get it. Well, yeah, yeah, go ahead and laugh. Elvis has got an RCA VCR player and a cassette player along with the television and the microwave. 
This was part of 1976. I mean, hello, he's the king. Uh, <laughs> that is awesome. I The interior cabin can seat up to nine passengers. I How much do they think this thing's going to go for? Let's see. It was one of several jets owned by the king, two others, the 880, and the jets are on display in Graceland, right? So this is the one that's left. Included in the jet is a copy of the aircraft security agreement document signed by... And plus, you get a signed autograph of him on a bill of sale? Hello. Uh, executive jet for college. recognized Dan Stars and Celebrities. Oh, the, so they used it. Some other people used it after Elvis died. Moved it around before they set it out there in the desert. So it's going to be up for auction in next month in January. Uh, the starting bidding of $840,000. No. No. Elvis, I love you. I love you. more. Than, I mean, hello. I mean, my son, my oldest son's name is Elvis. Okay? I love you. All right? But, no. I want some, But if you want to spend the 840000 for the, the Elvis plane and give it to me, I'll have that towed into the backyard and we can get together. I mean, that would be awesome to have Elvis's jet in the backyard. <laughs> that would be... Oh, the HOA might get pissed, but I don't care. I'll pay the fine. Because that would be awesome. What are you guys doing? Hey, we're going to go watch a movie on the old RCA VCR player. Maybe listen to a little music on the cassette player. Oh, yeah. Come on. Now we're talking. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. So did you get out and see uh, Avatar 2, The Way of Water? I mean, it's out there, baby. It's uh, it's, uh, it's on the worldwide tour right now, Way of Water. All the reviews are coming back. Um, This is what I was kind of concerned about. I don't think so. I mean, I liked Avatar. I did. I liked the first one. I was a fan of it. I was, I'm the only one on this network that ever stuck up for that stupid show. But uh, this one, uh, I don't know. Cameron has been, you remember he talked about, We. I think we talked about him talking about how, uh, uh, you know, testosterone is poison. Uh, when asked if audiences, uh, when was uh, if there was a good time for the audiences, take a bathroom break. During the three-hour and 12-minute film, uh, the director said that any time would be fine. Uh, they can see the scene they missed when they come see it again. Yeah, I spent, you know, $8 billion making it, so I'm not, you need to come and see it as many times as possible. So the first review that I read has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven under the heading of The Bad. And one, two, three under the heading of the good. So is that worth seeing a movie? I mean, sometimes three goods are, you know, under (laughs) three things worth watching it. Make it worthwhile, right? Uh, Three hours and 10 minutes, though, for way of water. And there really isn't anything new. I think the only thing new was the was the water stuff, right? I mean, so so let's take a look and see what this reviewer said under the good. No, let's we'll do the seven bads. All right, Jake Sully is a deeply unlikable and boring character. <laughs> this is this reviewer. That's not me. All right, don't be, 
Don't be looking at me. Uh, Zoe Saldana was wasted as Natira. Okay. All right. Nonsense plot with constantly shifting motivations and stakes. Supporting cast is interchangeable and flat. The vast majority of human cast looks uncanny and motion smoothed. Yeah, he talked about in this whole full article about how uh, they looked as though he had used this motion smoothed. Uh, And it's just uh, uh, no standout performances to speak of. This is under the bad, by the way, still a noticeable amount of unpolished or clunking looking VFX scenes, making the movie look and feel more like a video game cutscene than a bleeding edge technological cinematic accomplishment. Now, I don't know if you like the movie or not. I'm just saying this is what he wrote under the bad. Okay. <laughs> he did put some things under good, though. He did put this in the story. Good. Most of, i see, most, if not all of the water and underwater effects are immaculately rendered. A good hour's worth of incredible animation makes the Navi, is it Navi? Is that what they, the Navi uh, characters look and feel very real? I apologize to the Navi people, uh, the ones that are out there uh, mining uh, unobtainium. I apologize. World number three under the good world building details like alien biology and tech designs are thoroughly developed. Okay, so uh, you know if you want to, I want to see it. I don't want to see it at the theater, and it's you know. There's no way they allow this movie to come to streaming before 2099 so that James makes his money back. I mean, we're, we're not, it's not going to come to streaming for at least six months to a year, right? So you're going to have to wait a while to see it. So uh, hopefully, and I'm just saying this because I would never watch it myself ever because <laughs> uh, it would be wrong and illegal, but... I mean, it's possible that someone could have a bootleg copy of it somewhere. And, you know, you might be able to see it that way. (laughs) But sitting three hours and ten minutes at a theater to see a movie that I don't necessarily want to see, especially at the theater. I mean, I guess you go to the food one. You go watch it at the food one. You order some food. and You take a little nap the middle and you wake up and and that's the way of the water that's my review go to go to the go to the food one order some food kick your feet up and take a nap <laughs> sorry james you didn't give me a free ticket to see it pal oh and you know yesterday uh, speaking of movies yesterday we talked about uh super bad getting the axe uh, and, uh, you know, a couple other shows at, uh, the uh, new DC world wonder woman got the, ma- got the ax too. Have a nice day. Gail Goddard. We love you, but you're out. Take care. Your movies were boring and we don't want to see them anymore. I'm sure that's not the way they put it to her, but it was that, that one, one wonder woman, man. Holy cow. Was it bad? And we were all supposed to love it. And it was just like, Ooh, okay. No problem. And the director was all pissed because they were saying that she walked away from it. I did not. I did not walk away from it. They pulled the plug out from underneath me. Okay. Okay. We got it. All right. It's DC Studios' fault. (laughs) All right. So, anyway, uh, WW3 
is not happening. I know. I know. Dry your eyes. There's going to be plenty of timelines in the D.C. world. I mean, that's why they brought uh, that's why they brought Gunn and that other Dingleberry Saffron in. Uh, they wanted to have uh, you know a more cohesive vision to the iconic characters, and so they you know they want to create uh, the DC world just like the Marvel Studios. And I think we're that's just me. All right, don't don't be mad at me. I'm just thinking out loud here for a second. I think we're done with the Marvel stuff too. I feel like we've had just about enough, and I think Way of Water is going to push us over the edge with the green screen stuff. Um, maybe I'm wrong. I, I probably am because the world loves the green screen movies, but at some point, I mean, at some point, you can quote me at that, at some point. Okay, well, uh, today, if you're listening live, is the 16th of December, 2022. Uh, Hanukkah begins this coming Sunday. Uh, Christmas is what? It's nine days away for Christmas? Holy cow. Christmas 2022 is already here. Just slapping us right in the face. And so, I, you know, look, uh, most of the shows now are going to be dark because of the holidays. And so uh, I'm going to make sure that I do stuff on my social media accounts uh, at Jeffy JFR on Twitter. Uh, Jeff Fisher Radio is Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can order cameos at Jeffy JFR. Those are not free. And you uh, should be sure to subscribe to the podcast. If you are listening and you're not a subscriber, that means you're a freeloader and nobody likes freeloaders, okay? I know the podcast is free. Everybody likes free stuff. Nobody likes a freeloader, okay? So go ahead and subscribe. Use whatever little platform warms the cockles of your heart, okay? But subscribe to the show, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. And you can follow me on YouTube, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. I may start doing uh, something over the holidays on my YouTube channel so that... uh, you know, we'll get that thing back up and running again. Kind of neglected it. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Now, since it is the holiday season, and, uh, you know, it brings back just wonderful memories of Christmas, the beautiful Christmas songs that we know and love. And, of course, one of my favorite traditions here on Chewing the Fat and Jeff Fisher Radio and the Fisher Files and all the shows I've done over the years at radio stations across America, it would not be Christmas without Virginia Cagle. Every Christmas morning underneath the tree lots of lovely presents are waiting there for me And though I'm quite delighted, it's hard to get excited. Who needs another sweater? Hey Santa, there is something that I'd like a whole lot better. What would that be? Are you listening, Santa? I am. I've been a good girl this year. And there's only one thing that I want. I want a boob job for Christmas. Big old knockers out to here. It would be 
would make me proud to be endowed like the playmate of the year. I want a boob job for Christmas, make them big and make them wide. <laughs> the only uh, blimps have Say good year on the side. I mean, three cuts to clown face, Leaving man. hefty, happy hooters, squishy, gushing, lactate shooters, loads of pervy cleavage on display. Woo! Lusty, busty watermelons, each as big as Mount St. Helens. That is what she wants this holiday. Santa, <laughs> yes. give me just one gift. It's not my spirits that are sagging. It's my boobs that need a lift. Oh, Santa, you know this Christmas season. Give me a pair of juicy jugs, and you can be the first to squeeze them. Think about it. I want a boob job for Christmas. Spongy silicone balloons. Who needs a boat? I can stay afloat with my bulging chest pontoons. <laughs> Bursting, beefy, bouncing bozos, wild and wiggly, whopping waldos, nestled in a cup that's double D. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting into the Christmas spirit, to be honest with you. Big I am. Family Santa, won't you listen to her, please? Santa, please! <laughs> I want a boob job. I don't know that I can take the whole thing, but we've already got it gone this far, so. the cloud face baby that's awesome so if you're telling yourself well you know what i already got a boob job and i already got a nose job you know what you can go ahead and get a subscription to blaze tv right blaze tv.com slash jeffy go to blaze tv.com slash jeffy use the promo code jeffy get the discount that's available uh and uh, subscribe to blaze tv that subscription actually uh helps keep this show free so you subscribe to blaze tv of which i'm a part of uh keeps this show free so do that blaze tv.com slash jeffy I see where United Airlines is getting a big Christmas present, or at least uh, if you need a job, I would go apply at United Airlines or Boeing because uh, they just put in a brand new stinking order for 100 787 Dreamliners from Boeing for United Airlines, and they have an option to purchase another 100 in the future. So Boeing's going to be building some planes. So you may, if you're looking for a gig, man, you might want to be the one, you know, putting in the, putting in the seats and saying to them, they look awful small, <laughs> man, we've got some fat guy seating in here and they'll tell you to shut up, but you could start, you know, working on the planes and building planes for Boeing, man, that would be a fun job, wouldn't it? No, wouldn't it? I mean, there would be nothing like putting rivets on the side of a plane for eight to ten hours a day man does that sound like fun i know if you need a job and i'm sure boeing is paying a pretty good wage so uh i would not be opposed to banging on the door at boeing for a gig uh you know where it's the holiday season really i mean it is the holiday season i i said that a couple of times on this show already i mean we're getting ready to go dark here at blaze studios i mean you know you're gonna come by you can drive by here at Mercury Studios, 
because it sounded like Mars. You know, the audio we played from Mars yesterday is going to sound like that. So, uh, you know, uh, there won't be any new actual shows. So that's why I say, you know, you want to follow me on social media so that you can get some, uh, you know, we will give you, I will give you fresh content there. Uh, and if you subscribe to the show, if you send people out, make sure that you, uh, if you subscribe on a platform where you can uh, rate and review, do so. Thank you for those of you that have rated and reviewed the show. I read this one from uh, uh, Rat of Uy. This podcast is junk food for the soul. I like that. I like that a lot. This podcast deserves 20 stars. Well, hello, yeah, that's... Of course, that's the case. And uh, Jeffy really knows his business. I love this person. Thank you. And I appreciate you loving the show. Junk food for the soul, though. I am a fan of that. Now, because, I, you know, remember, I, I'm, that maybe I'll do that over the holidays, too, is read uh, excerpts from Chicken Poop from the Soul. I love that book so much from David Fisher. I love it. So maybe we'll just do that because, uh, I mean, I am junk food for the soul. I should be reading chicken poop for the soul. Hello, I know. <laughs> uh, according to uh, J Dash Skiing, uh, amazing. Jeffy, myself, and my whole family all love your podcast. You are amazing. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I mean, you're right, but thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you listening. And here's one from. Uh, I don't know that I want to pronounce that out loud because it may not be a good S-W-Z-S-T-O. So we'll just leave it there. Uh, all the stars. When I'm asked, I always say I'm listening to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Best ever. Thank you. That's a rule of subscribing to Chewing the Fat. Uh, there's, I know that not all podcasts have rules like that, but... No, I, I know you're going to listen to other stuff. I know you are. I mean, who? everyone listens to other stuff. But if you're walking around and someone says, oh, and you have your headphones in, your Raycons, and you say, uh, and somebody says, hey, what are you listening to? I don't care what you're listening to. The answer has to be chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. It's a rule. Hey, what are you listening to? Chewing the fat with Jeff Fisher. Remember, we also got the email from the guy who now does that for uh video broadcasts as well hey what are you watching chewing the fat with jeff fisher duh i mean i didn't uh, that's not part of the rule book that's just an added bonus if you want to do that the rule book is listening but you know it's an added bonus okay so um i mean i well, let's see it this is the last day before the the big holidays for those of you listening live so we're gonna have to do a uh what's the lie we're going to have to do well, the, my actual favorite Christmas song. I mean, that's a must from David Osmond and uh, Clyde Bowden. I mean, it's all-time favorite from uh, the album Believe Again. Uh, and so we'll get to that. And I feel like I'm throwing it to a break. So we'll just, we'll just throw it to a break here on Chewing the Fat. We'll be, at, we'll be right back at you on the other side. It's Friday, so it's time for what's being called America's favorite game show, What's the Lie? (laughs) 
What's the lie? Where contestants try to decipher the lie from our count of one, two, three, four headlines. One of them is not true. That's that's where we get what's the lie. Welcome to our contestant, Toby McAvoy. Toby, welcome to What's the Lie. How are you? I am doing very well, Jeffy. How are you today? I am so good. It's embarrassing how good I am. But enough about me. Let's talk about you. Where are you from, Toby? I am currently living uh, just outside of Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm in Henderson. Wow. So you're in the bright lights, big city. Think about it. Yes, absolutely. The bright lights are 20 minutes away by car. Are you? Oh, that's quite a ways, though. Uh, a lot of ambient light, though, I'm guessing. Uh, oh, good heaven, Jeff. I'm guessing, I'm guessing you don't see a lot of stars uh, from Henderson. But I'm just guessing because you got to go out. Well, you you got to go out to the high you desert. Do is you turn your back toward uh, the bright lights and you see the stars behind you. Oh, there you go. See, now that's thinking. That's Vegas thinking right there. Mm-hmm. So are you uh, you a big gambler? I mean, you're living in Vegas. You're a big gambler? A big a lot of my time is spent in casinos. Nice. But I but I, I, like I budget it. carefully so I'm not destitute or begging anyone for As that. anyone should. It's always right. I mean, you always gamble uh, you know, with what you can afford and never set your loss limits and set your win limits and you'll be successful. And of course that's what everyone does. Duh. All right. So uh you ready to play What's the Lie? I am. Four headlines, one of them not real. All right, Toby. Scientists overlooked the snake clitoris until now. Headline number two. Jessica Chastain says she ate banana peels in her school lunchrooms so kids would notice her. An Oregon beauty queen is suing NYX Cosmetics, blaming the company for her Miss America loss. Headline number four. Hundreds of skiing Santas hit the slopes in Maine. The four headlines that Toby must answer, which one, what's the lie? Scientists overlooked the snake clitoris until now. Jessica Chastain says she ate banana peels in school lunchrooms so kids would notice her. An Oregon beauty queen is suing NYX Cosmetics and blaming the company for her Miss America loss. Headline number four, hundreds of skiing Santas hit the slopes in Maine. All right, those are your four headlines, Toby. What? is the lie and before you answer just let me say if you win you're gonna win a talking sense jeffy blue freshy made uh made by a huge fan of this show uh my wife and you can get more information on that at uh (laughs) the talking sense facebook group okay uh toby what is the lie well i can't believe the stakes suddenly got so high i know nervous okay I want to suggest the lie is the Oregon beauty queen. Is that your answer? That is my answer. You, sir, are 100% correct. Congratulations. I know. Congratulations. I know. Thanks for listening to What's the Lie. What's the Lie is a subsidiary of Chewing the Fat Enterprises. All information is probably accurate at the time of recording. CTFWTLMMXXII. And yes, uh, Toby, you were walked away with a brand new Talking Sense Jeffy Blue Freshie. Congratulations. I'm overwhelmed. I mean, holy cow. That's congratulations. So look, this is our final uh, What's the Lie for 2022. Now, we started a new thing uh, earlier this year that if you win, you come back. 
So we're going to have to have you back and see if you can repeat the madness. I, I can't promise you that you'll get another freshie. I mean, you might you might get a. I can't promise you that you'll get that particular freshie. Probably get you. Oh, I understand. One. They're 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 precious, so you have to hold on to them. They are. They are precious. <laughs> so uh, you know, dry your eyes, calm down, relax, okay. and uh, we'll see you in the beginning of 2023, and you can see if you can uh, you know keep this pace up. I, I look forward to a tournament of champions, or is that trademarked? Sorry. So this is where would normally be the end of the show. But it's the holiday season, and I can't stop saying that phrase today. And I want to play my actual favorite Christmas song. Uh, it's from an album that we put together, Glenn Beck put together, I don't know how many years ago, called Believe Again. And you can still get it, uh, I believe, at glennbeck.com. Uh, just type in uh, glennbeck.com, Believe Again, and it, you'll find it. But uh, the, this cut is from David Osmond with uh, Clyde Bowden playing piano, and it's called Oh Come All Ye Faithful. And I... They took it in one cut, and it's just beautiful. And it's the, it is the holiday season, so let's hear David's version of Oh, Come All You Faithful. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and
Merry Christmas. And just enjoy your family, okay? Merry Christmas and thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat. I love you for that. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.